Good morning. My name is Joseph Anderson, and welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. And today is episode 129, so thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys for listening for so long to this podcast. I mean, I can't believe it's been two and a half years. And today's title for our podcast is, You're Already Moving Mountains. Now, I hinted at this a little bit last podcast, but one of the things I realized as I think I was reading the Book of Mormon or something along those lines, but I realized that we already move mountains. And we hear these really cool stories in the scriptures about people moving mountains. And and, and my original thought was, oh my goodness, like they literally had God pick up a mountain and move it to somewhere else. Now, I don't really think that that's what happened. You know, it's, it's not like I'm like, you know, I pray and I'm like, Heavenly Father, you know what? There's that really, really cool mountain like 30 miles away from me. Can you bring it closer to me and just drop it on my neighbor's house so I can have a mountain really close to me? I don't think it works that way. I don't think that's what he meant. You know what I think he meant? I think he meant whatever mountain stands in your way, whatever is challenging you in this very moment, he can help you break through that. I don't know what you're facing right now, but what I do know is doubt, discouragement, frustration, um, and all those kind of feelings always try to stop us. And distraction, especially distraction. It's like, you know, you're thinking of this really cool thing you could do, and instead you're like, you know what? I'm having this really awesome moment. It's like, you know, for me personally with distractions, sometimes I'll be having this awesome, awesome day. And all of a sudden it's like, man, you deserve to go play a video game. Now, I've never really played a game and been like, oh my goodness, that was the greatest thing in the world. That was amazing. Whoa, why don't I do this more often? Usually it's like I get sucked in and get, and get distracted longer and longer and longer. But what is, what is your mountain? What is the mountain that you want God to help you move or break through in your life? You know, it's interesting. As I was contemplating this subject, I started to think once again how we are already moving mountains in our lives. How like this scripture of, you know, these people were able to move mountains Even every single action you take is taking a chip away at the mountain. It really is. You know, I remember some old movies where they're, you know, like stonecutters, and they're cutting through in the quarries to get stone. You know, and, and they, sometimes they'll dynamite it, and other times they'll neatly cut it out. But I think for most of us, we're not really interested in cutting out the stone and, you know, putting up our, our challenges all around us in nice little pieces. I think we just want to break through them. You know, if you're struggling, for example, with finding people to date, you know, you probably want to break through that. You do not want to have pictures of all the girls that you've failed with. That's probably not the funnest thing in the world. I mean, now there might be some of you out there that do it and hey, whatever, like that, that's your choice. You get, you get to do you. But I think for most of us, we just want to break through. Okay, how do I get through this? And the answer is ask God. Ask God for his help to break through that mountain. You know, it's, it's interesting. 
when we look at some of the beautiful, beautiful mountains that surround all the different, like the different areas and the different places that we drive, any time that you drive down a road and on either side of you is immediately a mountain within a few feet of the road, that is moving a mountain. They literally moved a mountain so you could have a pathway through. And the deeper thing here about moving mountains is when you get through, you can help somebody else through. You know, sometimes we climb a mountain and we barely make it through. And other times we blast through that mountain and it's never the same again. I I don't know what it is for you, but we can always help other people as well as we break through the mountains in our lives. I think for so many of us, we've stood there looking at the mountains for so long. Oh goodness, how do I get over this? How do I get under this? How do I get around this mountain? This mountain has been here for so long in my life. What do I do? You just take simple steps. How do you make a mountain? Like I'm going to speak a little bit now of, you know, if, if some of you out there have, you know, businesses and such, how do you break through that mountain? You pick the small, simple things that you got to do, and then you just do them. You know, a lot of times there's a great quote in the poem, If by Rudyard Kipling that says, and treat triumph and treat, he says, you'll meet with essentially triumph and disaster and to treat those two imposters just the same. They are the same. Triumph and disaster is just a measurement of results and actions that you've already take, taken that have either worked out or have not worked out. But anytime we start to have a lot of triumph in our life, we get super excited and we stop doing the things that got us in the first place. You know, it's like you get a new client and it's like, oh my goodness, this is the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah, yay. Instead of simply, awesome, this is great, next. You know, because we don't just want to serve that one client. We want to change the world. At least I I do. That's why I do the work I do. I do the work I do to transform the world. I come in here on the podcast to transform the world. The, the ideas that I teach you guys and, and the things that are brought to my mind from the spirit, you know, these are things that, you know, the clients I've worked with for many years have totally changed their lives. The answers are around us everywhere how to break through our mountains. We just have to be willing to move. You have to move your feet. You, you have to be the one that's willing to, do you know how a lot of mountains are created? Dynamite. They go in and they just dynamite the crud out of these mountains. I mean, so much so that they even put signs up afterwards to say, hey, there might be some falling rocks afterwards because, I don't, you know, we dynamited this mountain and we have no idea what's going to happen afterwards. We have no idea what's going to be the effect of any action that you take. You can take different actions and it might look like nothing happened. Hey, guess what? A regular seed takes... A certain amount of time until you see results. I, I looked up a harvest takes about 90 days to see those, those seeds to come to fruition. A bamboo tree takes five years. It literally takes five years for a bamboo tree to come to fruition. But you know how, what the first five years are like? Nothing happens. Nothing you don't like you don't see anything there's no there's there's no trunk there's no stock there's no nothing 
And then five years after you've planted the bamboo tree, it shoots up and skyrockets into the sky. Yes, I realized that was redundant. But so whether you're a, a normal seed and like things kind of evolve right away for you or whether you're a bamboo tree, if you're a bamboo tree, you're not alone. I'm a bamboo tree. I'm the guy that's been working for years and years and years at doing what I do. And honestly, you know what I've been doing most of the time is thinking about what to do. It's like there was a time a few years back that I, I made probably seven or 800 cold calls to get one client. And after that, I got that client. I've had that client for three years now. But you know what happened after I did that? It was hey, I did that one time. That was cool. I don't want to do that again. I want an easier way. Well, funny enough, I'm pretty sure if I would have just kept calling, you know, 700 to 1,000 people every few weeks, I'm pretty sure my, my business would be blowing out of the water. Like it would be, it would just be so exploded that you know, I'd, I'd have like a massive waiting list and all these other things. And the other thing I want to bring up when you, that you're already moving mountains have the eye of faith. Have an eye of faith towards what it is that you really want. You'll picture that in your mind. If, you know, picture yourself being with your ideal person. Picture yourself living the life that you've always dreamed of. I don't care whether you're 18 years old listening to this, 24, 30, 40, 60, or 90. Every one of you has a, such a better future ahead of you than has been your past. If you keep taking the steps forward, but what normally happens with people is they say, I'm tired. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Well, guys, don't do that. Don't do that. You know, it's like here, I live in Arizona and normally it's really hot, but today it's the first part of May and it is gorgeous outside, which if you guys happen to be hearing any noises outside, I just decided to record this podcast today with the window wide open and really, really enjoy this day because especially as we get towards the summer, we don't get too many of these. But you know the interesting thing? With my profession, I can live anywhere in the world that I want to. Anywhere. It's like I was looking at something that some, somebody had uh, connected with me and I was looking at some of the stuff they've done in the past and you know they've done these really cool retreats in the Caribbean. They've had people pay them to go on these retreats to go basically vacation in the Caribbean. Wow, that sounds really cool. We don't realize everything that's ahead of us. We don't realize that the life that you have right now, you can be grateful for it. My life currently is not everything that I want it to be. I don't think it's meant to be. I don't think we're meant to be ever satisfied. Ever. Why? Because it keeps us from growing. It keeps us from stretching. It keeps us from striving. And you know what we're here to do? We're here to grow. I was listening to a great book. It's by a guy named Jordan Peterson. And it kind of just came up somewhat overnight in the past few years. Well, it's, he said when you're picking a profession, pick something that challenges you, that's going to make you grow. 
Well, I got news for you. If you want something that challenges you and changes you, it's growing a business. It's doing those type of things. It's impacting the world and thinking even more, okay, how can I impact the world further? How can I, how can I have even more impact on the world? But you know what usually happens? We get so sucked into the adversary and the crazy leprechaun thinking that we play his game. We sit there and think, oh, I don't know what to do. Yeah, you're right. You don't know what to do. Guys, it's not that hard. Using the example again of building a business. If you want to build a business, there's very few things you have to do. There's, there's just variations of them. One, connect with people, invite them to work with you. Two, get better at your craft. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> and, you know, and, and I guess the third would be tell people you exist. That's it, guys. Connect with people, market, essentially tell people you exist. And whatever you got to do, invite people. And well, I, I messed up again, but like you, you guys get it. Work on your skill, connect with people through marketing and not even real marketing. I just mean telling people what you're doing. A lot of marketing techniques don't work, but that's it. Invite, let people know you exist. <laughs> I keep doing this again and again. Um, anyways, you guys get the idea. So all you have to do is show up. But if I show up thinking, oh, okay, what's the next, best step, the next best step to take? Just take a step. And if you need a, a moment to think about it, okay, take a moment. But don't take an hour. Well, what's, what's the next best step? What is it that God wants me to do in this very moment? Now, guys, I admit it. I have said very much on that subject about, hey, just wait for God to tell you what to do. Just start doing Start doing and then he will direct you or he'll direct other people to you. That's a lot cooler. And it's almost like I've been thinking about faith almost uh, or even doing the things we want to do almost as a slot machine, but you don't have to put any money in. And instead of favoring the house, like most slot machines do now, I don't gamble, but just giving you guys the, the way things are formatted is the house always wins, always wins. And so... All you got to do, though, is keep pulling this lever. Except in your life, with this slot machine, Heavenly Father wants you to win. Because the more you win, the more you impact other people in the world. If you're doing good in the world, Heavenly Father wants you to be a force for good. He wants you to be out there. He wants you to be connecting with people. He wants you to be doing the things that you need to be doing. He really does. I know this podcast is called Happy and Single, but it's more about living a life of purpose. Living a life of purpose as a single person. Living life on purpose as a single person. That's what it's about. And doing the things that you want to do. Like, what is it you really, really want? Just, and just because you've had some hard knocks and some punches to the face, you've stopped going after what you want? Guys, every one of us we're on a conveyor belt slowly moving towards death, death's door. There is nobody that ever gets off that conveyor belt. Some people just get there at a slower rate. Now, I, I heard something interesting recently that, you know, some people whine about getting older. And it's like, and, and the person said, you know what, it's a gift to get older because so many people don't get those years. 
You don't have to be perfect. You don't, you don't have to live your life saying, well, so many people didn't get these years, so that means I have to be that much better with my years. I don't believe that. What I believe is you're meant to live your mission on this earth. That's what you're meant to do. And you're meant to be guided. You're meant to be directed. And when you do, you're going to have a lot of fun. You're going to have a ton of fun doing those things. But every one of us lives below our privileges. There's a really cool story. And I'm in a, I don't know where this originally comes from. I don't, my, my mentor tells a story, but I don't think it's his original story. And I'm going to use my own version of it. So if you're not driving, I want you to actually close your eyes. If you are driving, go back to this part later. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to imagine that you've died and that you've gone to heaven. And as you're there, after a while of, you know, getting to know the place, you notice that all the angels that are there continuously pass this one door and never go in it. And finally, you being curious as we are, go up to them and say, hey, what's in there? And the angels get really solemn and they say, we can't keep you out of there but we strongly recommend that you do not go in there. And, you know, you listen to the angels for a little while. And after a while, the curiosity just boils over. I mean, goodness gracious, you have to know. And you open the door. And there are the, and there are the most amazing things in the world. Gorgeous houses, gorgeous cars, Gorgeous people of energy and, you know, all kinds of people that you would love to be with and love to date. An amazing relationship with God. An amazing relationship with yourself. It's almost like there's, there's pictures of all these amazing things of you being all these amazing places, these amazing trips. And, and you look around and you're just awestruck as you, you look and you see that, once again, you're in these pictures. But they're places that you never went to. London, Paris, Bora Bora. All these places that you thought about going, but you never went. And even all these people that you see that could have been, that that. You're, you dreamed of meeting, but you never met. And you go outside the door and you, you, you look at the angels like awestruck, like, oh my goodness, what is that place? That was like, I never went to those places. I never did those things. I never had those things. What was that place? And the angels get very solemn and they say, that is the life that you were meant to have when you were on this earth. Okay. 
Guys, I've never... I've never seen it that way before. I mean, in that very moment, I was seeing real for myself. Do I really want to get to the other side to see Heavenly Father saying, Hey, Joseph, these are all the amazing people I lined up for you to meet. Like, I, I had every house you wanted, every car you wanted, everything you could have ever wanted. All you had to do was follow the impressions and guide the impressions and guidance of the spirit. And you could have had it all. Wow. Maybe it's time we start spending more time with our Creator in those experiences. Our minds are racing so fast. I had the privilege last night, at least in the church that I belong to, we have these giant temples. And one of the privileges of you know, being a member of the church is they invite you, if you want to, as a volunteer, to come and clean the temple. And and it was interesting because I went and did this last night. You do it fairly late at night. And I got there and we had a massive crowd. There was like a massive crowd of people that wanted to clean the temple tonight. And, and it was so cool. I mean, and if you do happen to be a member of my faith, I highly recommend that experience. And it was interesting because the lady that was kind of in charge was, she like, you know, selected one table for this area, one table for this area. And then she just walks over to me and she's like, hey, will you go do this? (laughs) So it wasn't like with a group or anything else. I was like, hey, can you go help this particular person? Oh yeah, okay. And it was cool because it was pretty much like, you know, vacuuming up water that, you know, somebody else was doing the cleaning and I was just vacuuming up the water. And so it's a pretty mindless task. And I was able to just be there. Our minds are going a thousand miles a second. But I was able to just be there and be in this conversation, just having thoughts with, you know, back and forth with Heavenly Father. It's pretty cool. He, he really does. He really wants to talk to you. I am just blown away at his goodness. His truly amazing goodness. Like, spend more time on your vision. And you don't have to see it all at once. It can be a little bit blurry. If I see a blurry picture of Hawaii, it's still a beautiful picture. If I see a blurry picture of the Caribbean, it's still a beautiful picture. If I see a blurry picture of me working with you know, a, a high-end, high-profile client that I really want to work with, it's still a beautiful picture. Everything will become clearer. 
But we worry so much about having the perfect vision. You don't have to have the perfect vision. You just have to keep taking the steps. So, I mean, whether you want to write a book, that that is one of the hardest things I have ever done. Why? Because I keep stopping, thinking whether it's what I'm supposed to be doing. If it feels good, do it. If you feel peace about it, I don't mean like if it, like if it feels peaceful, if it feels right, do it. Stop worrying about the right thing to do. Do you know, we even make rules about how often we have to take breaks. Oh goodness, I've been sitting for 50 minutes exactly. I must take a break. Really? Who made all these rules up? Some other random people did, trying to be well-meaning. We have so many rules for our life that we don't even know how to live anymore. It's about the heart. It's about the passion. It's about the joy. Joy is everything. Now, it's interesting. There was, there was an individual that wrote a book that I thought was incredible. And then this individual went and they put together a program and they promoted this program, but without joy, without excitement, without life. And I had no desire to buy that program. If the person had shown up with life and joy as good as their book was, there's a strong chance I would have at least considered buying the program. I can't say whether I would have because they didn't show up that way. There is a joy in being on the journey. I know that sounds cliche, but there's a joy. But have enough faith to believe that your future can be so much greater than your past. We forget this, myself very included. Take yourself, go have some experiences that you wouldn't have before. And if you're struggling, I know what that's like. When I say my life is not exactly where I want it to be, but it is getting better, I mean it. I have helped people make millions of dollars. I've helped them find the person of their dreams. But... After I help help that person, sometimes I just ride on the excitement of that wave instead of helping the next person and the next person and the next person. See, it takes faith to take that next step forward. Faith in every footstep. You know what that means? That means belief. It means going forward. It means not thinking about how that step's going to work out, what's going to work out. Sometimes... People that aren't very kind and aren't very emotional get a lot more done in the world. I mean, Steve Jobs is a great example of this. A lot of people said he was not the nicest person in the world to be around. But you better believe he changed the world. He pretty much invented the smartphone. Every one of you has so much more ahead of you than you have behind you. So stop spending time looking around thinking if you're on the right path. 
You can check in with Heavenly Father, say, hey, am I good? Yeah, you're good. You know, and the beauty about this understanding, you know, one of the greatest things, sometimes we want those bad feelings that we have to go away. Those bad feelings are a gift. When I start thinking about going down a road that I've been down before, that was a yucky road, yucky for me. And I immediately have that yucky feeling. That's Heavenly Father saying, Joseph, stop, stop. There's a a quote from Mavis Karn that says, you can't get a feeling past your body. You can't. You really, really can't get a feeling past your body. Because we are so miraculously made that God said, hey, I don't want you to have to sit and think, overthink about every single thing you do. I'm going to give you good feelings if you're on the right track. And if you're starting to think about something that's not the right track, I'm going to give you a yucky feeling. Why? It's that, it's that thing about putting your hand on a stove and it hurting like crazy. Because the longer you keep your hand on that stove, the longer you hold on to that thought, the longer you go down the wrong path. And I'm saying the wrong path for you. The right path for you might be the wrong path for me. The right path for me might be the wrong path for you. All Heavenly Father wants you to do is He wants you to get on that right path as soon as possible. And He'll let you go through a little bit of pain to do it. But if you keep going to him and saying, hey, ah, I keep having this yucky feeling when I think about this thing. Anytime anyone mentions this word or, I mean, this can, you know, if you have uh, any, any type of PTSD, this probably relates to you as well. Anytime anybody mentions that word or I see this thing, that's Heavenly Father so beautifully saying, like when you're ha- thinking about those things and feeling these yucky feelings, he's saying, stop, be still. All a yucky feeling is saying is be still. I know we hear things about if you wake up at 3 a.m., God wants to talk to you sometimes. But the adversary knows all those techniques. I mean, goodness gracious, a third of the host of heaven, according to one estimate, is 39 billion. That's a lot of wild dogs unleashed on the world. Hopefully you guys understand what I'm saying. Like the, the adversary has a lot of you know, like I said, like, like I've shared before, but a third of the host of heaven that wasn't like, that didn't agree with God's plan was sent down to the earth without bodies as spirits. And they mess with us. Talks about them in the Bible plenty and, uh, you know, other books of scripture as well. You just tell them to go away or you can just heed them not. Don't pay attention to them. Pick your goal, pick your vision, and go forward after that. It is incredible how subtly sometimes we can get distracted, we can get off track. But if you just keep taking the next step, it doesn't matter. If I'm on a journey and somebody's to the side is saying, Joseph, what are you doing? You don't even know where that road goes. Well, I feel really good about this road. I'm enjoying this road. I'm going to keep taking this road. Joseph, why aren't you moving faster? Why didn't you start earlier? At the same time that they're not moving. Joseph, why would you do that? Why would you buy that? Why would you do that thing? Joseph, are you crazy? Why would you spend tens of thousands of dollars on becoming a better coach? What's wrong with you? 
you haven't you haven't been a super wildly successful coach that's making millions of dollars why would you keep going down that journey what's it for you who is your heckler that you pay way too much attention to joseph god doesn't want you to go down that road well if god doesn't want me to go down that road he could tell me not you and right now, you're t- when you're talking, he's giving me a yucky feeling. So I'm not listening. I want every one of you to start moving through your mountains. Stop avoiding them. Move through them. You know, climb every mountain. I've probably used the Miley Cyrus song a little bit too much lately, but the climb is amazing. Every one of you can climb the mountain, can break through the mountain. What is your mountain? Put all of your energy towards that as into a a batch of dynamite and blow through it. Don't let that mountain stop you any longer. No matter what it is, plow through that mountain and you will be amazed at what happens in your life. Stop settling for a life of less. Start living life on purpose Start living your single life on purpose. Come on. Now, you can by all means continue to live the life that you have right now. You know, it's interesting. Sometimes one one of my friends, he was telling me a a month ago or so, he's like, Joseph, so I, I wear shirts no, these aren't available for you guys yet. I might I might get to the point they are, but currently they're not available for sale. But I print out my own shirts for Happy and Single Podcast. And depending on the designer that I'm going to have work on some new ones, if they're really cool, I might I might start selling them. If you guys want me to start selling them, let me know on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And then I'll know if there's actually people that would actually wear them. Because it's a decent amount of work to get it done and I want to make sure they're high quality. But anyways, my, my point was one of my friends is like, Joseph, can I, can I buy you a new shirt? Like all you wear is your shirt about happy and single podcasts. That's all you wear. Yeah, that is mostly all I wear in public. Why? Because I know that this message changes lives. I know that it changed my life. Yes, I still have my mountains. But I've plowed through some pretty big ones. And I'm trying to leave a path. I'm trying to leave a trail through those mountains for anyone that wants to take it that says, hey, you know what? Yeah, you're single. And you know what? It's okay. And you know what? You can have an amazing life. Amazing life. If we're going to be single, let's enjoy it. I can't control the day that the girl of my dreams walks into my life. But guess what? If I start doing some really cool stuff in the world, I'm going to have a lot better chances of meeting her because that's how it works. People that are doing cool stuff want to hang out with other cool people doing cool stuff. And you never know when it's going to happen. But if you just keep, keep taking tiny steps, pick the littlest things, whether it's in your business, whether you're writing a book, whether you're wanting to become an actor, Pick the things you have to do and then spend 80% of your time doing them. Spend 80% of your time living the life that you really want to live. Yeah, watch your shows, do your other things. But spend 80% of your time living the life you want to live. 
I mean, if you're not already, go to the gym. Get some workout program. That'll change your life. That is the best the best 10 or 20 or 30 bucks, whatever you got to spend. That is the best thing for your physical health, your mental health. It is amazing. Oh, and you can also listen to books while you're there. Or some days if you're having a, a long day, you can listen to some really loud music. I listen to everything from like quiet piano music all the way to... I don't know. I'm trying to think of like, I mean, Link, Lincoln Park or, you know, other, other stuff like that. It just depends where I'm at that day. You don't have to live a perfect life. You can make mistakes. You can mess up. Yeah. Some like if, if you're getting a very strong feeling to not do something, maybe you don't make that mistake. The stronger the feeling is to not do something like there's just that yucky feeling inside. There's a difference between the overthinking and the yucky feeling. And so all you got to do is be still because it just means you're you're not really sure where you're at. So just be still in those moments. But go forward in the things you want to do. And you're going to begin to experience a life that you couldn't even begin to imagine. I mean, it's interesting some of the people that I work with. That out of nowhere, they start... I mean, I, I can tell you stories about people making just crazy amounts of money right away. Like, it did, like, wow. Wow right away. Why? Because when you get back in touch with you, when you stop paying attention to all the loud voices of the adversary and his 39 billion minions, you're back in tune. You're back, you're back in the zone. But remember, you're already moving mountains. Every one of you is already moving mountains. And the more you just keep stepping and not paying attention to the little hecklers on the sidelines that are just trying to stop you, that's when good things begin to happen in your life. And also notice that good things are being already happening in your life and being grateful for those good things that are already happening in your life. You're already doing an amazing job. Heavenly Father just wants to give you so much more than you already have. And as you show up, as you play a bigger game in life, you're going to have bigger opportunities. You're going to have cooler experiences. And you're going to have a much more enjoyable and fun life. There is no judgment in any of this. This is just an invitation to go live a much more fuller, much more enjoyable, more awesome life that serves a lot more people than you're currently serving. So whatever you've done, whatever it is that you feel inspired to do, go do it. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on. And you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes. So you can go to the website happynsingle.com 
to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.